Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And today's film we're going to be talking about, well, we're not really supposed to talk about it. <laughs> That's the first rule, isn't it? Exactly. And the second rule? Is, is. Don't talk about it. Well, we, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, there won't be much of a review. So that is that, true. Of course, Fight Club. I, obviously, we went in blind with this. Yeah, you said, based on title, you thought it was something to do with, like, Tekken or Street Fighter or something. Yeah, because it's like Fight Club, that was what made me think of it. And initially, well, maybe a good half an hour, you're like, where does the title even come into the film? Build up. Yeah, so it's like it didn't really twig to what was happening at first. So it starts with what is essentially the end of the film, before we revert back to the actual start of the film. I thought also linked in with, you know, like when they say people put in these like little bits in the film. It was on about like how you have like an old film reel. Yeah. And you can insert like, it was like a porn, wasn't it? Or something like that that they inserted into, yeah, into right. a child's film. Yeah. And I was thinking somewhat cleverly worked with linking that back in my head. That's how I noticed it. It was that which I thought was quite weird because obviously this guy seemed to not really have that many issues initially, like the main character, which... You still don't know his name. No, he's just called the narrator. Which is a bit bizarre. Yeah, I found it was tricky to think that you can go through a whole film and not have a character name. Especially your main character, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, like, fair enough, if it's like somebody that's just passing in the street, you'd probably, yeah, yeah, they shouldn't have a name. But, like, your main character, to not even really have, know his name. No, you have to be clever writing to make that work, which David Fincher tends to do with his films. It was really a good film, and I don't know really what I expected. And a little bit at the beginning I was like, I don't understand what I'm watching. It Only about 15 minutes in and he's going to all these groups and he's like, I'm thinking, well, you haven't really got cancer, you haven't got anything actually wrong with you, you just can't go to sleep. So why are you attending these clubs to make yourself feel better and cry? It's like, why can't you cry? And I, I would have loved to understood more of why he had to do that. Like, what, what, why couldn't he sleep? Yeah. What was troubling him? Yeah, it's it's like one of those tricky situations where, like, mental, actual mental health issues and things. It's you can never get really truly into the psyche of what drives them to do how they are, how they are, so to speak. So it's, it's kind of a tricky. Thing to say, like, oh, why can't you go to sleep? It's not maybe not as easy as but, that. Like, oh, what what is causing you to be not asleep? Is there something on your mind, or I don't know. There obviously is for him to have to attend like a cancer club that everybody's going through something a lot worse in yeah. life, really. And it, it's not like he's just going to one club; he's going to like six of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't understand. And I was feeling a bit like not sorry for him. I was like thinking actually. His self-worth must be, like, a rock bottom. But then I was thinking of him a bit horrible as well, because it's like, well, you're preying on the vulnerable a little bit. He is. And it's like, you're kind of getting your kicks and you're off people who are actually worse off than you, so to speak. You know, like, they're comforting you when really they're worse off than you are. So, so, and But obviously the crying helps him go to sleep and it was like a freedom kind of thing for him until he meets Marla who is Bellatrix from Harry Potter. She always plays these weird, kooky characters, doesn't she? she I, I've never it's seen her actually in a normal role. Helena 
Lauren Carter, yeah, she kind of was in most like Tim Burton films. So and I, the hair's she, always all yeah. over the shop and yeah. not tidy and yeah, yeah. It makes it's you think, a... like it epitomizes her, and it's like I don't even know actually what she's like in normal life, <laughs> but you know, like when you've got like Adam Sandler, who always plays the comedy jovial. So when you put him yeah. in like, what was it? Un- that... Uncut Gems. Then you're like, what the heck is he actually trying to do? He's like trying to act, and it's just strange to see him in that role. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean. Some people, a bit like Jack Black. Yeah, when he was in... Um, King Kong. I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to work, unless it's quite yeah, comical. Some, yeah, certain people, you kind of have that persona about them. Yeah, yeah. so like, I think, and I think she's got that with her. She's a bit kooky, wacky. Yeah. Like, you probably haven't seen the Harry Potter with her in. I think a little bit. Anyways, so he meets Marla at these clubs and actually she ruins it for him because she is doing exactly the same thing as he's doing and for some reason then he can't cry he can't enjoy his clubs so you can kind of see that it's getting him down and he has to speak to her and they kind of split the groups up and have like take it in turns of what groups they'll go to and share nights and such and they share each other's number so I'm thinking obviously in my head there was like, hmm, okay, it's going to be like a love-hate thing. It's like Marmite, like they're going to hate one another at one point and love one another. But it's kind of predictable in that sense, isn't it? Because you, you always have that, kind of, oh, I hate that person, but then you grow to love them. You did do that with me, did you? No, I didn't hate you. <laughs> yeah. So... Wouldn't have bothered. With... <laughs> Thanks. I, knew if I didn't. So you could see that kind of signs where he's like, see these little vi- bits in like popping up, and by that you mean in the f- in the film frames themselves. There's like a blink and you miss. Yeah, like dust or Stills. like yeah, like if you were in like an old film, you yeah, see like the film grain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's not. It's something else because it's more like a a light burst kind of yeah. popping out of nowhere. And at the beginning, the title's like a bit, and it's like never being kissed shows up, and I'm like, hey, what, what, what? Uh, yeah, to explain that for people, because that was on the Blu-ray disc that we've got them. I don't know if people have got the same thing when they play it on theirs or whatever, or whatever version they might have. But that's what, yeah, it comes up to subverse your expectation when you put in the disc and thinking, oh wait, is this the right film? Yeah, I'm like I was like, hey, what? I don't want to watch never being kissed, and then it's like. Moves in it, and then like yeah, the apartments. The, the, yeah, yeah, the film grain. Flitting in. And the cigarette burn thing comes on. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets to a point where you realise, like, he's basically on a plane, he's working, he's literally just doing his job. That's literally his life, isn't it? And then he buys some nice IKEA furniture and then he goes mm. on another plane. And what does it, what's where do you, like, is it corporate, like, business trips? Yeah, and yeah. There's like all these certain people that are on these planes and they're all the same. and Yeah. And you can see like it flitting like at that point where like his head and his real self is like not truly mm-hmm. there. So you can see like there's this like missile or bomb or something coming from the side of the, where he's envisioning the plane going to blow up. The plane crashing. Yeah. So it's, I think it's just because he's so tired and just is messing with his head. It kind of like oh, kind of just want the plane to crash and it's like. I want that to yeah. just be peaceful then, yeah. kind yeah, of yeah, thing, because I, I won't have to be yeah, so tired. Yeah, deal with all this nonsense. 
and then Brad Pitt arrives and you don't actually see him getting off a plane. You see him kind of having this moment and then he's sat next to another person. So it's like, is he flitted from talking to one person and or is this now in his head? And I said to you... This is about 25 minutes in now or something now and you kind of ask that question you're kind of thinking, is he in his head? And I couldn't like... I feel like I couldn't say no because that's still the whole <laughs> premise behind the film. So you were so kind of like, are you actually kidding me? That you you've got that when there's been times when you've gone, oh, I didn't know that guy was the the baddie, or something like that. <laughs> so in a much more simple film, and yet this is the whole film is based around this whole twist, and you've you've kind of got cracked the code on in like twenty five minutes. Yeah. Now to be fair on me. I hadn't Googled anything about it, mm-hmm. but we have been watching quite a bit in depth, kind of. Unintentionally, yeah, I guess we have been sort of there, Shutter Island and, and King of Comedy yeah. and, and Joke and just have from other things that we've just we've seen. But yeah, I guess it was subconsciously been picking things that seemed to have that don't about get, them. Don't get me wrong, I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. But I think because he was in his brain and I'd seen so many others, I was just like is this going to be, like, the same kind of thing where... And I could see, like, he was talking to this Tyler. Yeah. And obviously this Tyler's gorgeous, he's got, like, a six-pack, he's, you know, completely the opposite. And him, yeah, he's got the colour of his outfit as well. It's just a complete contrast to what he's, like, he's grey. Yeah. So he's a complete opposite person, personality, persona, everything's yeah. about him. And it kind of is normally, like... I also said to you, didn't we? We paused it at this point, and you were just looking at me like, I can't believe this. And I went, yeah. Is that like what he wants himself to be? And you were like, Are you actually kidding me? <laughs> and I wish I could have said, Actually, I Googled it and I just went to the toilet and I had a look, but I actually didn't. It was just because it's, it was somewhat obvious the way that they'd kind of done it mm. in the sense that like you want in your best version of yourself and to be out there and like looking. Great, yeah, speaking yeah. confident and, you know, not having a care in the world kind of thing. Yeah. So I kind of think that Tyler is his, like, egotistic name. Like, it's his ego kind of coming out in him. So you don't actually figure out what his actual name is. I don't think Tyler is his actual... No, 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 it's not. It's just... He's just come up with this name off the... Out of the blue, I guess. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I don't know where... But it's never that's never explained. What's stuff. it called now? But Tyler. Of course it wouldn't really because of Tyler Durden. Durden, and it does. It even sounds like a, um, you know, like yeah, Taylor Swift is coming on the stage kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a really, like Max Steele or something. Yeah, like a really fake name. Yeah, but it sounds like a celebrity name. Like it yeah. should be up in lights or something like that. It doesn't sound like just Joe Blogs or something like that, does it? Yeah, yeah. mundane name. So it's good to have this more powerful sounding. Yeah, it's like phew, kind yeah. of out there, isn't it? So I won't go into too much detail, no. but obviously his apartment blows up. Yeah, no, I so say we, we won't go into too much because obviously by, yeah, there's no point in going through the whole... Because it's like a two-hour movie. And because Sophie had already tricked <laughs> on the ending by this, or how it... Well... The twist at this point, then it was kind of like, oh, okay, well... I still well. didn't know how the what Fight Club was going to be, though. Yeah, so not true. I didn't understand... Yeah, so, but I said to you, didn't I, like, well, okay, you, now you know that. Just see, like, watching the film now, just see where you can see the, at what points the narrator and Tyler are, like, intersecting them. Yeah. That kind of... 
And I've actually, I know, I know this sounds daft, I actually got more enjoyment knowing that. that earlier. Yeah. So that I could look out for that because I think had I felt, like in Shutter Island, I did feel a bit betrayed. I know that sounds daft. I felt like somebody had kind of manipulated my perception a little bit. Mm. And it was like, and I was genuinely believing that that guy was innocent. Yeah. And I, I was like, what? And I, I sat, I hated it because it was like, my head was like kind of hurting. And I was like, I don't even know what to think. Whereas with this one, it's like I'd already clocked it. I knew. Yeah. So I didn't have that horrible feeling at the end of being so naive and stupid that I didn't realise. I'm not, no, I'm not slapping off with all that. You, you didn't understand that one, but you understand this one not. No, all, but... no, but I'm meaning for my enjoyment. Right. I wasn't like feeling like I'd been tricked again. Okay, right, okay. You know, yeah. believing something was right. true and then it wasn't. So I think my A game had come had kind of levelled up a little bit with my right. knowledge of what okay. I'd seen previously. I was like, ha, 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 I'm not going to get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know what's going on here. This is too obvious. Probably isn't, really. But I think because maybe if we'd have left it a little bit, I might have been naive again. But do you think part of it was maybe because you said, like, on the title screen where it's got the never been kissed and doing that weird... The, the, you know, yeah. yeah. transition, you saw a glimpse of... Tyler there. Yeah. And then obviously like when because I I'm guy foolishly went because managed to frame by frame the shot where it's going the blink and you miss it thing and there's like a, and then you do see a little picture of Yeah, he popped up to me and I'm like, hmm. But I initially thought there was something obviously wrong with his state of mind. Yeah. Which there is. Yeah, but I, I didn't know how bad it was gonna get. No. So I did think there was obviously he had issues and he couldn't sleep. And obviously, I thought it was more like a low self-esteem thing with Tyler being there and him acting. So I thought it might be like the King of Comedy a little bit. Like, he was acting like... Which, so to speak, he is, but you see two characters. Yeah, much more aggressively different. Yeah. So it's like the confidence side of, like, the King of Comedy when he tries to force himself and, like, this is my life and he's believing that this is his life. That is kind of happening within this. But it's you've got like the split personality, yeah. so that's how I more yeah. see it. Is and, more like, and a more visual way of portraying that as well, rather than just just the same person. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. They end up his apartment blows up, doesn't it? So then he ends up going to moving with Tyler. Tyler, and where Tyler lives is like this old derelict building that doesn't have functioning proper water, and it it kind of makes me feel like he actually he's found this empty building. That's what it'll be, yeah, because it's like, because of the fact that there's no address of where he could physically live because he's not real, so that's why they're in this, you're thinking, why is he living in this land shack, yeah. Yeah, when you look like that, you're all glamorous, you've got like this lovely clothes, it's like, well, where are you getting them washed? Because obviously, you haven't got clean water in this property. Yeah. And so that was like a little bit like, hmm, this is a bit weird. And then it made me actually think, well, actually... He's slumming it, really, isn't he? He's kind of just found this... is is basically squatting, really, in yeah. this old yeah. derelict building. Yeah. So, before we actually get to that, though, we see where Tyler says, hit me, to, well, himself, really. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, like, a fight within himself with the split personality, so it's, like, fighting to try and see which personality is going to take over. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, if you first were watching that, you'd just see that they were fighting each other. You wouldn't really think it was 
him fighting, person, yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting themselves. And obviously there's this bar that they go to and basically a couple of guys come out, don't they, seeing him fighting, yeah. but he's actually fighting himself to them. Yeah. But you don't get to see that. But yeah. technically that's what where they would be seeing, isn't it? Where it's like they're... So... Yeah, he's watching scrap with himself trying to punch. Yeah. And throw himself on the floor and all that stuff. And then somehow with the perception of Tyler... Yeah, because it's... it's like... You imagine they'll come over and like, what are you doing? What's going on here? And then the persona of Tyler being confident and saying all this, then it'd be like explaining what he's kind of doing, even though the fact that he's the narrator who's actually the body. Yeah, of both. Talking yeah. Is. it's quite confusing, really. Yeah. It can be. So. Yeah. So that's why you, I thought it'd be good for you to see, like, you can pick up on how things go within this. Thing. And even even I'm still I've seen this very many times, and I'm now trying to like analysing like how, at what points where things cross over, and what point he's actually the narrator, and when he's Tyler, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And that makes it more interesting, even more. Yeah. Like it was quite late when we watched this film, and sometimes I can have a tendency to be like, if I I'm not intrigued in the film, I can doze yeah. off. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so tired. I know with Fight Club and Shutter Island, I was literally glued to the telly, mm. wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really say much. I was just like, really, really like wanting to know where it went on. Mm. So Marla does ring saying, why are you not attending the clubs? Because she cheated and went to one of his nights and he wasn't there. And he said he'd got something better, which is this Fight Club. Yeah. I I can't watch. So it is an 18, this film is. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of boxing. I'm not a big fan of fighting or anything really aggressive. Yeah. So the fighting bit for me, this is when I wrote my notes mostly. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just going to write what I need to do and what I need to <laughs> yeah, jog my memory. Yeah. Avoid this because it was just like, it was a bit gory. Brutal, yeah. Yeah. Gets, gets his deserving 18 certificate for this. Yeah. <sighs> it's just like, I, I just don't get the concept of Fight Club. Because it's like, I don't, I understand like exercise for me is like a relief and stress relief. And I understand that punching somebody might be, but I, I just think the brutality of it overweighs that a bit for me. I guess it's sort of set in a, a universe where everyone's, you know, like wants to a, a relief from the mundane, everyday kind of toil that is the lives. And they're obviously not content with... You know, just what the materialist, what materialistic thing that life has to offer, or or they like, don't have any other meaning, meaning in life. To, yeah, so that they need to get their relief out is to, to make them feel better. So it's, it's fighting. In obviously, this is not really the case in our normal lives. But like, I don't know. No, but what? I think it's an adrenaline. Adren- adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas... Some people, you know, to go skydiving or whatever, but. I want to go every Saturday yeah. and punch somebody's face in. For me, I'm like, I'd rather not see this part. It's probably for somebody who's like in a bit of action and stuff like that, or boxing or something. But I just, I was like, mm, I don't really like it. I understand the concept behind it, but I was just like, oh, it's just, there was one scene further on and it was just like a bit of Game of Thrones for me, you know, like where... It's just gory, gory, too too yeah. much. So I, w- I would kind of 
put my head out, down and be like, I'm not going to... I'll put my book in front of my face. I'm like, I'm not going to watch these bits. <laughs> the rest of it, though, was brilliant. So ends up that you kind of have the story unraveling with Marla and Tyler. Yeah. And then, like, the narrator kind of no-name guy is, like, the child in between the mum and dad's bad romantic yeah. relationship. Because, as I say, you never see them in the same room, room together. Because of the fact... Tyler doesn't exist, yeah. Yeah. And basically Tyler says, don't tell, talk to her about me. And it's like, well, you're having sex. Why can't I speak to her about you if you're, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that was kind of a bit of a clue. Yeah. I think if I hadn't figured it out then, maybe I'd have figured it out. At that point. At that point, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the times when he says like, oh, what are you doing here kind of thing? And then she kind of just like storms off it's never, like, really resolved. It's kind of just like, oh, I'll just forget it. I'll just... Yeah, because she's yeah. got her own problems, hasn't she? Yeah, and so she's not it's really... It's like, oh, I, just, I don't need this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than... So that's another way of dragging the whole... And it's a bad relationship, isn't it? Because it, Tyler seems to enjoy kind of sleeping with her and obviously flirtation sides yeah. to it. And then the no-name guy despises her. So it's, like, literally like Marmite. Love and hate, yeah. Relationship, yeah. it's toxic. Yeah. So, he's seeming to then be Fight Club is all he is thinking of. It's is in his blood. It, it just that's all his main focus is, and his work is now getting affected with that. He's turning up with cuts and bruises, and to be honest, any working establishment would be like, why the hell are you turning up looking like that every week? Yeah. You know. I wouldn't want to hire somebody who was, like, having a bus nose every week. It's like, well, what kind of... What are you dealing in there? I've also put here that I was quite... I don't know if you agree. Hmm. Probably don't. I was really, really struggling to understand sometimes what Brad Pitt was saying. No, I get what you mean, yeah. Because he's always had... Mum, a bit mumbly and having a cigarette in his mouth. and Yeah, it just didn't help. He's like... Mm. Well, it wasn't it's, it's his accent as well. In his proper mouth, was it? It was, like, just hanging out. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. So I kept on saying to you, what was he saying? I feel like I need subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> just for him. Like, I get he's a cool kind of character, mm. but the subtitles definitely might be a must. Oh, there was another scene I've put down here, which I, I did feel a bit... I was like... <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah, the, they're getting the fat for the soap. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's like people who are obese and they've had, like... Is it like what is it? Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, and... It was just like, and you could see in passing this like stuff, and then the bag was starting to rip, and I'm like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. that's somebody else's body, and I'm thinking, oh, especially with everything going on nowadays, that is definitely not should not be happening, and <laughs> I think it just makes you more alert, doesn't it, of all these like things. So I was like, this is disgusting. Now, if I hadn't have realised with Marla, and I was being really, really naive, this next scene, I should have definitely, if I hadn't got it twenty minutes in, yeah, this should have been my big clue. And that is? With the soap scene. So you've got him kind of with the the hand and obviously like putting it on and he's like, oh, I'm in pain, I'm going to go to my cave like and yeah. feature me in her animal because mm-hmm. that's what he did with meditation. And he's kind of actually doing that to himself. Yeah. And you see that actually Tyler already has... The scar on his hand. And it's kind of the way that they're talking, you can see that. And it's like, well, why would Tyler do that to a friend? You know, the relationship hasn't seen that bizarre until we get yeah. to that point. And it's like, you can see that he's 
kind of fighting again with himself. Like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, conflicting. So you kind of see at some point, I think, that Tyler's ended up being more of the main character. The narrator seems to kind of somewhat disappear. It's like Tyler's taken over his body. More prominent, but I guess he is the narrator, I suppose. So, But he's like the split personality. No, it was kind of like 50-50 at first. Yeah. And then the dominating Tyler is kind of coming like 80-20 somewhat. Yeah. And Fight Club's getting it's booming now. And yeah. what's scary is the narrator is not actually realising what he's doing as Tyler. No, so, especially come near the end of the yeah the last 30 minutes or so or whatever. And especially as, as Fight Club grows and grows, it's now becoming this Project Mayhem. A bit more like anarchy, really, than anything. And the narrator acts like he's not aware of what that is and like why am I not a part of it? We were part of Fight Club, we did Fight Club together, you know, and I think that came off that new assignment, didn't it, when it was a case of go try and have a fight with somebody. Yeah, just an everyday average Joe. Yeah. It, but what the scene that made me chuckle was oh, what was his name now? Guy that dies, Bob. Bob, yeah. He was like pointing this water hose thing at this priest. I don't think that was him. Is it Bob? No, I think that was somebody else. Is it not? I I'm think sure. I'm sure. I think Bob was maybe the one who in the running around, wasn't he? The, the, yeah. With the, yeah, they on the back. Yeah, but, but there was some other person who was just doing with the hose. <laughs> and this priest was like looking at him, like, "Can you stop it now? Are you seriously?" But he was like the one that t- retaliated the most, yes, which I was yeah. thinking that's quite funny actually. So, it starts to get a bit more like an army. Yeah. And it's mischief happening. There's like all these rumors going about about Tyler only sleeps for one hour a night and he's like this god and he's got he's had Botox, he changes his face every other week or something. It's like all these... Crazy rumours, yeah. Because the fact that no, you know, whispers in the underground of like what's where this movement's come from and everything and these fights are popping up all over the place as well as... All over all the this, country. Yeah. And all over different countries as well. So... There is a part, and I've forgotten, I hope that you're going to help me brain yeah. wave with this, where Tyler says that, well, I blew up your apartment. I think that is when, if I remember correctly, it's when he's in the car with him, on the freeway or whatever, going to the crash. Yeah, and he's like, come on, well, like, if you were going to die right now, what would you want to do? Yeah. Like, what would be the last thing you'd do before you die? And kind of antagonise him in a little bit. And it gets to a point where it slips out, doesn't it? And it's like, well, I didn't even know you until I was on the plane with you. So how could you blow up my apartment? And that's a bit where he's like, uh, what? I don't understand. You can see that this relationship is going to be going sour quite quickly. So I was quite upset when Bob died. I do, you know me, Sam the Pan Man. That's off the Lord of the Rings, by the way. Mm. Who else is there? Oh, off Game of Thrones, Sam. Just, just call him Sam. Sam. Yeah, just the Sams. And then Bob in Stranger Things. Do you remember Bob? Yeah, he's the same actor as Sam in. Uh, <laughs> Sam. I always love a bit of an underdog. So, like, bless him, he was chubby, he was, you know. One syllable. Yeah, name. one syllable <laughs> names. I like one syllable names, yeah. I like, like it me. even. Yeah, of course I do. But yours is not special because you can't spell yours backwards. Right. Like Bob. You can't spell Sam backwards. No, you can't. Nice. But you can with Bob. And obviously, Bob, I had a cat called Bob. This is how much I love the name Bob. So anyone called 
Bob. I'm going to like this character, hopefully. I haven't found a character where they've named Bob and it's been a horrible character yet. I don't right. think so. Doesn't like a horrible, mean character's name, does it? <laughs> no. It's like more like a jovial kind of... Yeah, yeah. 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 So he does get shot in the head and it is because he's like, well, he's not fit enough for Fight Club, really. And it, like, if the police are running after him, it's inevitable that eventually they're going to catch him because they do that. That's their livelihood. It was a little bit of a shame for that one. And then you kind of have this weird scene where you see that this army that Tyler's created is so alienated in a sense of like, they're like, anything Tyler says, it's like a cult somewhat, you know, like... Are you, are you meaning where he's like saying, his name is Robert Paulson? His yes. His name is Robert Paulson. When the person dies from Project Mayhem, they're no longer nameless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a bit culty. Yeah, and it just yeah. seemed really, really... And he was getting, like, kind of, like, looking at him like, why are you just repeating what I'm, yeah. I'm saying? I don't understand why you've been like that, you know? And he was, like, looking... And that was a bit like, hmm, there's something not normal in this circumstances at all. And you see, like, the narrator running away at this point, like, he's trying to run away from himself... Mm-hmm. Then Tyler goes aloof and he tries to follow his steps, but obviously he's trying to track his own steps. Yeah. Which he seems to, I feel like it's more like a dream state sometimes. He's not aware when he's Tyler. Yeah, he's just coasting through. And that's stuff. why he's forgetting certain things because of his insomnia. He's like not truly aware of what's actually going on. Yeah. But of course, this is about the point where the audience would know, well, like, oh my God, I didn't realise that they were the same person this is where the shock factor should yeah. kick in which i already knew 20 minutes in which i'm well chuffed with myself <laughs> i felt so smug your face was a picture i should have taken i literally should have taken a picture of you because you were like are you actually kidding me so yeah this is where you realize that he has it confirms that he is tyler he's got his self and then he's got this self-ego kind of character that he acts as as well yeah. Do split personality and then realises he slept with Marla because he phones her and she's like, are you actually kidding me? You know, like, she's just like, I can't handle your crap anymore. I'm just sick of it now. And then he realises he's the same person. So he's, like, realising that people are seeing him how he would like to be, so to speak, of what he's built up this Tyler up in his head. He's actually now realising that he is that person. However... He ends up not actually liking the fact of this character that he's been portraying in the end. So he's trying to undo all the traces of what Tyler's done. Yeah, even he's though done it's, a lot. Yeah. Even though it's himself that's yeah. done it. And he, it's funny because he's actually stabbed himself in the own back a little bit with some of it. Like Yeah, going back on his word of, thinking, you know, like, oh no, we want to do undo all this stuff. And then it looks a bit weird, doesn't it? When the fact that it's the same person that you've just been talking to, yeah, but as then someone else. when he's saying we want to cancel it back and we want to, we don't want to go forward, we knew you'd say yeah, that. that. Yeah, yeah. You it's, you said you were going to say, say that, that too. Yeah. And he's already <laughs> screwed himself over. <laughs> as as if it's like another person anyway. Yeah, and they're not believing yeah. this yeah. other person again because they're in the cult. Because almost everywhere it goes now, everybody's somehow in the know of the whole situation, like it's free food or whatever, and even the police station near the end. Yeah. So that I didn't catch that bit. I didn't think mm. that they would have been, like all the, some of the policemen would have been on yeah. it as well. 
No, the, the main one. I think he was... He was genuine, he's wasn't genuine, he? but the other ones were all inside. Yeah, and it's just like, know. everybody's he's like, now... He feel safe. No. Yeah. He literally... Only, only The only person he could trust probably was Marla. Yeah. And you can see, like, this little bit of schizophrenia coming in, like, where he's, like, kind of feeling more paranoid because, like, well, I don't actually know what my egoistic Tyler's done, who he's spoken to. I don't remember these faces who know me. Yeah. So it must be like you're in a bit of a days of a definitely yeah so yeah so like the evening like you said the policeman know who he is now and he realizes that he's actually going to end up blowing up like all the credit card companies to make complete mayhem of everybody's credit limit going down to zero and yeah. that would definitely mess up the economy in some sense yeah i feel like there's a reason why this was done in 1999 again turn of millennium that kind of very fitting i don't know if that was on purpose or not you know like start from scratch with the new millennium yeah because it's like 2000 it would be yeah, 2000s wouldn't yeah, it because yeah. i get where you're coming from with that yeah. and i understand why they'd want to to do that it's a good idea to blow up all buildings but well in theory if the people if there weren't people in them which yeah, actually the, there weren't, there weren't right. apparently so. but how realistic that is that they blew up about four or five credit card companies that were all in the same vicinity yeah and no, not a single person in radius of all yeah. that. Yeah, it's a bit... A bit, bit weird. So he's trying to undo all of this, and then I I sat there, didn't I? And you could see, like, this fight scene where he's like, Tyler's like, how dare you undo what I'm meant to be doing? Yeah. And loved the part where you could actually see what other people were seeing all the way through the film. You mean, what? like, on the security... Yeah. Where he's, yeah, throwing himself down the stairs and all that. Kind of uh, it was just amazing because you kind of get into the grips of like, oh, Tyler is like trying to kill him, but actually he's killing himself. I was like, Paul is going to die. He's going to kill himself. He's going to die. He's literally going to get to a point where he's just fighting so much with himself mm-hmm. that he's going to have to kill himself because the other person's taken over yeah. so much. And that's what sort of happens. Yeah, you don't, you leave the impression that. You, do, you don't know, because obviously, I assume he will have died. But the way that they end it, it's like Marla and him are sat watching fireworks. Well, the explosion's going on. Yeah, but, but it's somewhat romanticised a little bit. It is a bit, yeah. And the, thing, the fact that he feels like the only way to end this whole debacle is to shoot himself. And by shooting himself in the head, it gets rid of Tyler and his... And that whole personality just goes with it. That somehow miraculously does survive. Um, th- I know it is possible to. It was more very, like very, his very, neck, very, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, very sm- small chance that that well, you would be able to survive a, a gun shot through your mouth to your head. But mm. yeah, it's I more just like a, it, yeah, right? Are no, they no, gone but, his but, or his neck? but somehow managed to get through Tyler's head because you see back of his head caved out yeah. from that, but. So, in the end, obviously, it's inevitable that probably he will have died and ended yeah. up well, fighting so much with himself. But he's not dead at the end of the film. No. No, no they romanticise it a little bit, but if you were going to carry on, I'd assume he, he would have died. Right. I don't assume him and Marlo just going off into the sunset, like how it kind <laughs> yeah. of perceives it to be. Mm-hmm. There was also a song at the end. Yeah, the Pixies, Where Is My Mind? Which I thought was quite funny, actually kind of key to the entire movie. Well, carefully picked for that purpose. Yeah. Because like he's just kind of tried to, well, he's blown up Tyler's brain. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And 
no wonder he's asleep because he's so drained and wants to sleep because he's trying to live two lives. So I'm really glad you made me watch it. And I'm really, 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 really pleased with myself. No, I am as well, in all fairness. Yeah, I've got... <laughs> I, I have so much love for this film. You've got your intense storyline. You've got memorable dialogue, easily quotable. The characters are all fantastic, especially like Edward Norton as the narrator. And it's just fantastic. Are you pleased that I figured it out so early or would you rather have had a story I don't where... know. In hindsight, I don't know whether... Because like you say, it's good to to have you have seen it as as I've seen it, where I'm kind of looking a bit more focused on certain points of where mm. this, the story has those moments. Well, I think as well with me, you know I don't mind a spoiler. You, you hate them. You like to kind of discover it yourself. But I kind of like to be emotionally prepared for what I'm going into sometimes. So like if somebody's going to die, I'm like, yeah, tell me. Who's going to die? I need mm. to know. And you're like, Sophie, why do you want to know this? And I'm like, because I know I'm going to get upset. And I'm like, so... I think that takes some of the fun of it out of it, though. No, it, so... I know, obviously, not all scenarios are fun, like, say, like, someone dying, but... No, but, like, if I it's mean, a good like, spoiler, I wouldn't yeah. want to know, but if it's something that's going to upset me, yeah. I'd rather get emotionally prepared for it. So, yeah. like, if somebody was going to die, I'd be like, yeah, definitely tell me that that person's going to die. Because I quite heavily emotions towards things. My emotions do get t- kind of carried along yeah. in the story. Okay. So I think I'd have been annoyed again with myself. Like, how did you not see that coming, Sophie? You know, I'd have been a bit like, this kind of scenario again. And I've been tricked and fooled again. I'd, I'd, I think I would have been annoyed with myself a little bit. So I was dead chuffed that I'd clocked it and enjoyed it more. Because I knew that. No, that's good. I'm glad that's worked out that way then. So you didn't spoil it for me. If anything, I I was happier. All right. (laughs) So that then, we'll go to the scoring. Yep, and actually, do you know, I already wrote my score down after Um, I watched the film. uh I know, I knew what I was going to score it beforehand. So my score is going to be a nine. It can't be a ten. Right. Because of the blood and glory kind of stuff that I, That's I, fine. I, I, I was understand like, that, yeah. mm, didn't yeah. like. So yeah, it yeah. can't be a 10, but it's a solid 9. nine. Same as me. Ah, high five. Not too bad, are we? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were quite, I liked that. We were quite assertive. Normally we were like, mm, mm, don't know what to score it, but. No, again, it's one of the top films I really enjoy watching. Mm, I'd watch More it again. for the replay value. There's so much replay value even though i knew i, I still yeah. feel like i could dissect it yeah. and see something and else was. the next time yeah. and be like oh well actually you could have actually figured it out in this scene and i like things yeah. like that and little audio cues with what people say and stuff like that you pick up on more and, and that kind of stuff so no it's happy with that scoring <laughs> i am happy with the choice this was like um we did the Google kind of pick a number between 1 and 100. This is based off a spreadsheet I made of films for Sophie to watch, by the way. And this was where we'd got Fight Club from, and I was like, mm. never seen it. But I'm really glad I have. I yeah, think. no, I think it's a quite important. It's one of those ones that, like, top 250 on IMDb or something to see, so... I'd probably say, if I had to pick between Shutter Island and Fight this Club, one, yeah. I'd probably pick Shutter Island. I prefer the era and it's not as gruesome yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, sure. But 
either one if you're wanting to kind of get your mind a little bit out of the normal state. Get your mind involved, I guess. Yeah, but kind of step out of your own mind's box of normal, mundane, and kind of it's not like anything is the same. So you kind of have to understand from a different perspective of people's brains don't always work how yours would. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, like sometimes you can watch a film and you're like, yep, yeah, okay, we know that that's going to happen. Yep, yeah, they're going to get married at the end. Yeah, predictableness, whereas... And weirdly, I've noticed I'm starting to enjoy more of these films. Yay! <laughs> you're rubbing <laughs> off is, on this me. This is all good, yeah. <laughs> Nothing but good stuff. Yeah. But maybe next week, can we try a little bit more light-hearted? Yeah, I think we can try that. We'll see what we can come up with. But... Yeah. So for now, that's it for the time being. Thank you so much for listening to us. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Take care. Take care now. Bye. 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 Bye.